0: what's going on everybody welcome to sharp thoughts i am john also known as dj sharp and in this podcast we're going to take an open and honest look at well, my life i'm going to talk about my battles with mental health like depression and anxiety i'm going to talk about my efforts to get my shit back together to be a better father husband and just overall man so we're going to discuss getting back into the gym getting the weight down we're going to discuss clean eating and i'm going to address my love affair with food I hope to have an organic conversation with uh, friends and other experts in fields that I know little to nothing about and have a variety of things on this podcast. But most importantly, this podcast is going to be about men's mental health and the struggles that we all face with it, whether we want to admit it or not. So I invite you guys into my life. I invite you guys to take the trip with me. And I hope and I pray that one person gets something from this podcast. So let's go. What is going on, everybody? Episode seven. I'm back. Been a couple weeks. Are you I owe you guys an explanation for that? So I had a whole other episode recorded, did the whole thing, rambled on for about a half hour, listened to it a couple times, said, man, this shit is trash. Deleted the shit on the spot. I didn't even save the nah, we're gonna do better than that. That episode was way too bitchy, way too negative for who I am as a person, and who I am as a man. So I just trashed that shit. We're gonna start from scratch. So Let me explain to you guys where I have been. (laughs) So I worked a shit ton of hours two weeks ago to have off for a few days because my little brother got married. He was the last of uh, my three three brothers and myself to get married. I got my baby sister yet. And then if my oldest sister ever finds love again, I'm sure we'll do a big for her too. Uh, There's seven of us he was probably the most emotionally open of any of us from Jump Street. He did not always have the best taste in women, but he found somebody that completes him. He found his yin to his yang. And it was a beautiful ceremony. The reception was gorgeous. It was nothing like what I was expecting. I didn't really know what to expect, but it was not what I was expecting. It was stunning. Uh, I had too much scotch, uh, had too much bourbon, had a good time. So the Tuesday before the wedding, the day that I'm supposed to drop a new episode, the day I'm supposed to do a new episode, I worked about 12 hours on about three hours of sleep, and I was tired. And I was grumpy and I was not in a mind to do a podcast episode that was worthy of my listeners. So I took some time, had some great news and we're going to get into that in a little bit, but overall I did not feel myself. So I took some time. I wish I could tell you I got some sleep, but I did from that Saturday to that Friday. I was up at three o'clock, six of those seven days. I don't know if you guys are like me. Three o'clock is the ugliest time of day. When you're young, 3 a.m. is dope. You're at Denny's. You're eating a Grand Slam. You're off to bed at like 3, 4 in the morning. You're up by 8. You're ready to rock. I'm old now. I can't do that shit no more. So I was honestly just absolutely beat. And... I knew I wasn't going to be able to give you guys my best. I tried to record an episode. It just, it wasn't it. It wasn't hidden. It was disorganized. It was really just melancholy and drab. And I just, I, didn't, I wasn't feeling it. So I scrapped it. Got myself through the week. I uh, had some other breakdowns on Monday that kind of had me in a funk too. Uh, I know I talked about this very briefly, but I am back in college trying to finish my bachelor's degree. Really should have did this shit about 15 years ago, but I I, I did not take my education serious back then. I was a dumbass. So Monday night, I'm working on a paper, and I r- realized I had to be up at 3 a.m., and it's like eight thirty, nine o'clock, and I had three more pages to write on this paper, and I just absolutely broke down. I had a full mental breakdown because I had like 12 hours of sleep from Friday night through that moment. And it was... I wasn't feeling it and I looked at my schedule leading into that week leading into the following week leading into the holidays and I had to pull myself back working in customer service doing everything that I had to do for the holidays doing everything for the wedding all that stuff it was just a lot in a very short time and I'm essentially a full-time student so I carry two classes every eight weeks so it's two subterms a semester six subterms a year So it's about 24 credits a year, which is the minimum to be a full-time student. And I also am a father of two, like you guys know. I'm a husband. I have friends. I have family. I have a I have a job that I work a lot of hours in. And it was just, it got too much to me. So I withdrew from this subterm just to get myself through the holidays. I'm going to pick everything back up in January, and I'm going to grind harder than ever. Uh, So that had me in a funk. Not sleeping, had my had my anxiety on edge, uh, and I just I wasn't me. And you guys, for the for the faithful listeners, I really wanted to make sure that I put my whole ass into each episode, and I couldn't do that for you last week, that week, two weeks ago. So I pulled back, got myself together, went through the wedding again. It was absolutely gorgeous, and. I start this week and it's a lot of the same the following week. I'm sorry. And it was a lot of the same, a lot of busy hours just wasn't feeling myself. So I kind of took another week off to kind of mentally recoup. Cause again, I tried to record an episode, but it was still very, very much the same. There was a lot from the weekend for the wedding Monday, going right back to work and then trying to come home and record a podcast Tuesday evening. And I just, it was very drab and we scrapped it. So I really kind of had to refocus my energy, refocus on what I knew was important. And this podcast is very important to me. It's, it's been a, a dream of mine for a very long time. And I finally was able to put pen to paper and really make this shit happen. So I have some other big news. After 24 years of working in the same industry I, did, I went out and did some uh, dabbled in some other things but I always came back to what I'm currently doing right now I have made the decision to switch lanes in my career I have been in the quick service restaurant industry for the better part of 24 years actually this this month right now is my 24 year anniversary if you add up all my time with the company that I've been with, And I looked at it and just 11 years in leadership and I made a promise to myself a long time ago that when I no longer could find the joy, not not just enjoyment or happiness, but you got to have that joy. That joy is what's going to fuel the passion. The passion is what's going to make you tick. And especially if you're a leader, that joy and that passion is going to what's going to make people want to follow you and when i couldn't see that spark that joy even on the good days at work i knew it was time for me to start looking so about 9 months ago i had a bad day and i got emotional and i set up some alerts with some companies that i'm very fond of i will not say the companies that i work for or i will be working for cuz they're not affiliated with this podcast and that's just that i out of respect for, out of respect for everybody. This is my podcast doing my thing. I don't need to bring outside vendors in yet. So about six weeks ago, I got an alert that there was an opening and they thought I would be a good candidate. So I took the interviews and I did everything just to kind of see what was out there. I kind of wanted to test the water, see what was going on. So I did it, and it's with a company I have a ton of passion for. It is an industry I have so much passion for. So I think if I can take all of the, and this is what I was telling myself leading into all the interviews. If I get a shot to do this and I take it, I can take all of the skills that I have honed for the last decades, last couple decades, and marry it with something I am super passionate and super knowledgeable of. I think this is a super symbiotic match made in heaven for me, and the company's getting somebody that is a dedicated, genuinely hardworking person, who also has to be very happens to be very passionate about what they do. So it was. This is what I was, you know, telling myself leading into leading into the interview process. Still wasn't sure what I was gonna do. Took the first interview. The first interview was super organic. It was wonderful. Second interview, I met two more members of the corporate side. And it was the exact same. It was just very natural conversations. Very easy. Even the tough questions they asked. The the conversation that it sparked between myself and the interviewees was easy. It wasn't forced. It felt really, really good. So I I came home and I told my wife, I said, yo, I, that one dope. I think, I think this could be it. So I sit and I wait. And then in the midst of these marathon days, getting up at 3. AM that Tuesday when I was just not having a great day at all. Like it was just one of them days that. Just one of those days. You can't, you all know exactly what I'm saying. I get a call from this company. Hey, your interviews were great. We really liked you. We want to make you an offer. Here is our offer. It was a little, it was a tiny bit lower than I thought. I Maybe I'm overvaluing myself, but hmm, if I if I don't value myself, who will, right? So I said, thank you so much. Tentatively, I'm going to accept so that we don't lose any ground, but I'm going to take some time. I'm going to think about everything. I'm going to mull it thing over. I'm going to pray about it. I'm going to talk with my family. I'm going to talk with my wife and I will be in touch ASAP. So that was Tuesday. Wednesday comes. Had a little bit of a back and forth with one of my bosses. Fell asleep in our break room. So I was on another marathon 3 a.m. day. Super embarrassed that that happened. Super embarrassed about the situation where we got women back and forth because I kind of came out of pocket a bit. And in the back of my mind, I was like, well, you got this. You got this other spot. But don't make, your, don't make the decision emotionally. Uh, Thursday comes, a lot of the same. Back up at 3 a.m. again. Was back in my the place I work at 4 a.m. I didn't get out of there till like almost 5.30. Like, then my head finally hits the pillow. I'm off the next few days. I took an extra day off for this wedding. I got a haircut at like 8, 30 in the morning. And I don't know about you guys, but for me, going to the barber shop is my therapy. We don't even gotta say, we can sit, I can sit in that chair for an hour and barely say two words. And I can just walk out of there feeling like a whole new man. And I went to bed that night knowing, Yo, Going to church. <laughs> I'm going to the barbershop in the morning. Everything's gonna be all right. So I'm I'm passed out, right? I've been up since three. I crashed, yo. I crashed at like seven. Seven thirty, maybe. I get a call from at eleven o'clock at night from my boss. Hey, you gotta open tomorrow. No, I don't. I sound like that stupid, sleepy, groggy shit. I'm dumb as hell when you wake me up. Dumb. I don't know what the hell's going on. I'm I just I just answer questions that I think you asked. Hey, John, you gotta open tomorrow. No, I don't, I'm off. I scheduled myself off. I got stuff to do. No, you're not hearing me. So then it was like, it took me a minute. I got my head rope. So I gotta be off for work in five hours, four hours? Yeah. Now I'm off tomorrow. Uh, you don't have any other options. I was like, All right. So I go in, one of my assistants can make it in as she puts her kids on a bus. I get out of there like 7.30, run home, grab a shower. I make it to the barbershop on time. Thank you, Jesus. And then uh, my best friend and I go out. We get some grub. I come home. I'm just chilling with my wife until I had to go do some other stuff for the wedding. We had a rehearsal dinner. Try to take a nap. Didn't work, so I'm just just tired. So all of this shit is kind of going on. And I have this crystallizing moment at like 3.30 in the morning as I'm like putting my pants on for work. I said, right, it's time to, it's time to take that job. It's time. Now, mind you, I had already talked to the owner of the company I work for and I already told him the situation because I didn't want him to see it in an email for the first time. And I didn't want him to hear it secondhand It needed to come from me. It needed to be face to face. And it was just a very, very quick. Hey, I got an offer on the table and I believe I'm going to take it. I wanted to give you as much notice as possible. When I make my decision, you'll get the formal resignation, the formal two weeks, all that stuff. So that was on Tuesday again, like Tuesday was a rough day for me. That was not. And then Friday was not an easy moment for me. Like this is probably the scariest thing I've ever done in my life, y'all. I went from a career that I've been doing since I was a kid and I mean that like 14, 15, like I was a kid when I started and to walk away from it now at 38 and just start over. Terrifying. It was an extremely hard decision to make because I have grown beautiful relationships with a lot of the people that have worked for me. I've brought in and developed and kind of, you know, brought up with me a lot of the people that work for me. Uh, I've had people that worked in there with me for 10 years. It was, it was a lot. And for me to just kind of in my mind up and bounce on them when I know in reality, that's not it, but that's how I felt. I felt like I was letting a lot of people down when I made the decision. I felt like I was letting, it was tough, but I knew in my heart, based off of prayer and talking with my wife, that this was the right call. So I put the I put my formal resignation in and the rest is history, guys. Uh, went on about my day, was up from like three until about 10, 10.30, just dog tired. Slept until about eight the next morning, got up, grubbed a little bit. My wife went off because she was in the wedding. And it was just me in the house vibing. Just it was quiet. I don't even know. I just had like some easy music on. I ordered breakfast because so it was easy. And I just mentally, I just kind of came to terms with, yo, you, you really changing lanes on this, man. I hope you're ready for this. And just kind of had that, you know, conversation with myself. And now we go in. And this week, this week after the wedding, has been stressful as well, because now I got to let all my people know. And I had to be quiet about it. So I knew on the 1st that this was a possibility. I made it official on the 4th. My final day is Friday the 18th. And I didn't say a word to anybody other than the two people that I put my resignation into and my wife and my family. I didn't say anything until Thursday, Thursday, The tenth. That's when I let my my leadership team know what was going on. And now I have the responsibility of letting my key staff members know what's going on. And and just let and you gotta be honest. Like, I'm not gonna lie to my people. I'm letting them know. Like this an opportunity that I really honestly just had to try. And then Thank God I carry myself the way that I do. And thank God I am who I am with my people. Because you know you're doing something right in life when the people that you lead are proud of you and excited for you as you close the door on a chapter of your life. Right? Like, the hugs I got, the admir- the best wishes, the, the handshakes from people that I've known, in the business that I've worked in for uh, 15, 20 years. I've known, I've known people a long time in this industry for them to reach out and be genuinely excited for me. And to hear little things like, I'm really gonna miss you around here. It carries a lot more weight than people realize because it does become more than just a job. I know we see all over social media, you see all over the place. People at work are not your friends. You just go in, you do your job and you leave. But let's be real. In some instances, you see some of the people more than you see family, right? You see some of these people more than you see your kids, your wife during a week, man. Like you really, if you're not building genuinely genuine relationships with your people, are you really a leader? And I'm not saying like weird, inappropriate relationships, Like, if you're not seeing how your people are doing in their personal life, just checking on them. Yo, you good? Talking to the kids that work for you. Yo, school going well? Family doing well? Just that two seconds means more to them. And it builds that camaraderie. It builds that trust. And for me to leave feels like I'm breaking that trust and it's been an extremely hard an extremely hard decision it's been an extremely hard few weeks because I knew it was coming I knew the conversation was coming on the first earlier I knew that the the official letter was coming I knew all these conversation was coming and it's tough it is tough it doesn't matter how bad it may look. It doesn't matter if you don't get the graduation goggles where everything starts becoming cool again. You might've hated high school, but on graduation day, Oh my God, this is great. We're going to be friends forever, forever. Like, and you get this like super fondness for high school all over again. Like you can't get that same, even if that doesn't come as you leave, a role like I have the, the relationships and the feeling that you're walking away from them in their development phase and their, the beginnings of their career when you've, cause I'm gonna be real with you guys. My people don't owe me shit. The people that work for me don't owe me a fucking thing. I owe all of my success to the people that have worked under me. Because without them, there's no, just like in business, without the consumer, there is no business. If you got a clothing line and you ain't selling no clothes, you don't got a business. You got a wardrobe. It might not all fit, but you got a wardrobe. If you sell food, you might have a shit ton of inventory, but if ain't nobody buying it, you ain't making no money off it we all know that without the consumer businesses can't keep the lights on, but without the people that make the business go, it doesn't matter how great you are as a leader. If you don't got the people behind you as you pulling on the sled, not sitting up top, letting them pull you, you are out front leading the fucking charge. If you don't have that, and you don't have them responsible, You don't have that that relationship with your people. You ain't a fucking leader. You gotta work on that. So this has been a very difficult couple weeks for me. I'm excited for this new chapter. I'd be lying to you if I if I told you I wasn't hype as shit. But it's also terrifying. This is the scariest moment of my life. Well, one of. I've had some other scary moments. We talked about uh, the situation with uh, my youngest's birth and some of the stuff leading up to that when I told you guys my story. That was, that was some scary shit. Uh, but this, God, this is different. This is crazy. I'm leaving I'm leaving a nest. I'm leaving the safety of what I know, and I'm striking out on my own, and I'm leaving a lot of good people that have gotten me a lot of success. And for that, I can't thank them enough. They will never understand how much I appreciate everything that they have ever done for me and everything that they have done for the brand that we work for. And this is tough, man. This has been mentally a very draining few weeks. And I think I'm gonna wrap this episode up in just a couple seconds because I, I I don't wanna I don't wanna keep I don't wanna let myself get talking in circles because I, I feel it coming because I'm getting emotional. But I just I needed to get on here. I needed to have a check-in time with y'all. I needed to let y'all know what's up let you guys know that big changes are coming for my life. And I, I, I am just ridiculously excited, absolutely terrified. And I am just blessed and highly favored. So I'm i I'm a, I'm a close this episode out. So thank y'all for listening. I love y'all. Thank you guys for tuning into the podcast. I am DJ Sharp, and this has been Sharp Thoughts. Hopefully you guys took something away from the podcast, something that you guys can apply to your life to make something in your life better. And always, always, always remember, God loves you, and so do I. I'll see you next time. Peace.